0: Welcome back to the Cincinnati and Dayton sports podcast and as you can tell by the title of this episode we are going to be talking about Damar Hamlin and the event that happened on January 2nd 2023 in Cincinnati Ohio at Paycor Stadium. Now as you can tell normally this be the time I throw it to an opening but I don't really care about that. It's not about me it's not about anything else it's about that young man and about how it affects everyone around and i will say from a lot of the outpouring from Bengals, bills and just all around football fans i was pleasantly surprised that you know humanity is still a thing that exists can't say that about everyone as we'll talk about that in a little bit my fiance and I were watching it on ABC and T Higgins had himself a great catch 13 yards and lowered his shoulder and hit into the chest of Damar Hamlin not a dirty play it's a football play trying to extend some more yardage and before you know it Hamlin collapses to the ground and Uh, with the ambulance out on the field, you knew something was wrong. And then later on, found out that CPR was required and he would eventually be taken to University of Cincinnati Medical Center where he is still at in critical condition at 3.30 the next day, January 3rd. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen... Anything that shocking before. I've called my fair share of games, as you know. And I've seen my fair share of injuries. I've seen my fair share of stretchers needing to help the injured athletes. I've seen where they had to be taken away in squads and ambulances. i never seen anything like that. And... As time went on, I was really worried about him because, you know, the thing that you have to remember as a true sports fan is that's people playing these sports. Yeah, they're getting a lot of money for it. Well, sometimes, but that's people trying to make a living. It's people out there. ESPN stroke ABC Uh, Showed a few shots, and you can tell that the Bills, yeah, that was, that was hard. And eventually, the right decision was made to postpone the game and suspend it and not play anymore. I am not here to get into the whole politics of, well, did they really say five minutes, then we're back? I don't know. I will say... I'm very glad as a Bengals fan that Zach Taylor's our head coach. That man's got a lot of class, and I'm glad he's representing the Bengals. Sean McDermott, think highly of him. And the way they were able to get the game, you know, to stop, that uh, that speaks volumes. I know what you're thinking. That should be the minimum, and it's something that probably shouldn't be celebrated, but. If they didn't step in we might not be you know we might have a game that's finished and then what are we thinking about you know what i mean i again i i never seen anything like that and it's not even a game i worked and it's just really 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 sad Uh, South Sports on Twitter took a picture out of the Buffalo Bills media guide in case you'd like to learn more about this fine gentleman. Age 24, six foot, 200 pounds, McKees Rock, Pennsylvania, which is around the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, went to Pittsburgh Central Catholic and played his college ball at Pitt. Despite having a lot, a lot of high-end colleges wanting his services, he chose Pitt because he wanted to stay close to home. And I believe, what was this, his younger brother, he wanted to have a role model. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't know much about him up until that hit. But I'm glad I've learned about him. Drafted in the sixth round 2021 draft all ACC second team honors following 2020 and was a co defensive back of the week in the ACC and the Panthers went over Virginia Tech back in November of 2020 where he had a game high 11 tackles against the Hokies. Something that you might not realize up until you know the tragic event is know he wants to use his platform for good at a toy drive and so far at this point it's over four million dollars on gofundme but make sure if you haven't donated and you want to make sure you're donating to the right one because of course there's vultures out there that are taking advantage which shame on those people Reminized on his journey Uh, Damar Hamlin decided he wanted to use his platform to give back to others and created the Chasing M's Foundation. His first program was a toy drive back in 2020. He raised money on GoFundMe to purchase and donate toys to Kelly and Nina's daycare center in his hometown of McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. Hamlin told the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette at the time, The idea popped in my head right after Clemson Week. It sparked a thought in my head, but I actually couldn't do anything until after my eligibility was done as far as GoFundMe and all that so it's been a solid week and a half of preparation for the toy drive this was all able to happen off that short amount of time this just goes to show the support that the town the city and all pit fans and university of pittsburgh everyone that grew up watching me and knew my story personally and have been a part of it that's just a testament to how much they support me like I said, his goal was something pretty modest, like 20000 and it's over $4 million. And now I'm not sure if there's a way to actually check if it's the real uh, person donating it, but uh, uh, McCaffrey, uh, Christian McCaffrey donated big chunk of money. I know Bills fans, they're very charitable. Bengals fans too, they're some of the most charitable fans that's you know the nfl has also is uh, chasing m's has a clothing brand it stands for chasing millions and according to the brand's website it's for those who have a dream and pursue it it's for those who want something more and can't settle to be average he's donated clothes Hamblin has to his brand from excuse me from his brand to his area high school in pittsburgh stow rocks And will continue to use it to grow his platform. And increase the people he can reach. So needless to say. Damar Hamlin. Great guy. And this is not the way I wanted to learn. About the great things he has done. But sometimes things happen like that. So Damar Hamlin. Definitely we can all agree. Great guy. And definitely there's a lot of athletes teams especially outside of NFL praying for him which I thought was just the greatest thing and again you might say well that's supposed to be the minimum yeah but still it is great to see that everyone's come together FC Cincinnati the Reds uh the Cyclones I think the Cy- the Cyclone excuse me have had something we can double check that right now actually because that is the other pro team in cincinnati and along with the bills and Bengals, uh love towards each other cyclones are the echl affiliate of the buffalo sabers and also rochester but you know yeah, they did. Fifteen hours ago, we joined our neighbors in the city of Cincinnati sending our thoughts and prayers to DeMar Hamlin. So they did. And in fact, the Bengals just a short while ago changed their profile picture on Facebook, on Twitter, and I'm sure on Instagram and all the other platforms to pray for DeMar number three. So I saw that Mike Brown had a statement and I'd like to read that now. First and foremost, the Bengals continue to send thoughts and prayers to the Hamlin and his family. Our hearts are with everyone in this unprecedented time. What we can do is support one another. Last night was supposed to be a great night for the NFL and a great showcase for our hometown. Instead, the human side of our sport became paramount. And in that moment, humanity and love rose to the forefront. Take a break real quick. Yeah, that's the one thing that I'm glad to see. Not everyone became part of that, as I'll talk about in a moment, but the majority. So thank you, the majority. As medical personnel undertook extraordinary measures, both teams demonstrated respect and compassion while fans in the stadium and people around the country bolstered the support for Damar and love for each other. The Bengals are thankful for the love and compassion shown by all praying for Damar. And this was earlier today, uh, about noon, about noon on January 3rd. I will mention there has been a lot of flack and rightfully so on a lot of tweets. There's a couple from uh, supposedly ESPN personalities. I've never heard of them. Then again, I don't really watch ESPN, so I'm probably not the best name to say that but there you go that they wanted their uh payings there because sports betting is now legal in ohio and you saw a couple times that bet fred was on the scoreboard to the left really that's all you can think about your damn money not some person's life hanging in the balance. and there's a lot of flack i mean a lot a lot of flack to skip bayless someone i thought i'd never talk about on this podcast because again if you know me i don't like the national bigwigs i think they're just full of hot air and they're saying the same thing that everyone else is it's all the same voice just different you know different sounding voices that makes sense before I get to that, because I've liked a lot of people that call him out. And of course, there are people defending him like, well, he didn't mean that. Well, um, yeah, he did. This is someone that has told Dak Prescott after what his brother committed suicide two weeks you know, before to just play through it. And yeah, how insensitive is that? This is not the first time Skip Bayless has shown he has no heart. You make the Grinch go, really, dude? Tone it down. I. There we go. So Skip Bayless's tweet, you've probably seen it. If not, sorry, I'm going to have to you know, burst your innocence here. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly mean, suddenly seems so irrelevant. If you left that last part out, yeah. Should have been fired that moment. You, you can make the... Uh, no, you know what? No, I'm not going to see both sides on this. Sorry. If you defend them, go away. Enjoying the anti-vaxxers movement that thinks that's the reason. (laughs) God, Yeah. um, Seeing the bad side of humanity. Is one thing that I really hate. This is a really great response for someone that follows me on Twitter. The FF Realist from Michael Half. Skip Bayless should be out of a job. The health of Damar Hamlin is all that matters tonight. This is a new low even for Skip. Like I said, this is a guy that's it. You know, lowest of lows, and then someone tossed him a shovel. And yeah, I will say bouncing off Skip Bayless and the other ESPN guy who had to change his he had to change his freaking Twitter handle because so many people get. And of course, he's one of those people that I'm verified on Twitter. You pay eight bucks a month. You know, I don't even do that because that's just crap. If I get verified, it's because all the hard work actually means something. But enough on that. I, I'm I'm telling you, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of likes that I sent on here. There's, like I said, the majority of people have great hearts, and it's nice to see humanity side. Of course, you know the Bills and Bengals have had this brotherhood of love since what was it, 2017, 2019, one of those two years, the Bengals beating Baltimore, and that gave Buffalo their first playoff trip in quite some time. And therefore, after that win, the Bills donated heavily to Andy Dalton's foundation, which, yeah, that was really cool. So I I feel terrible. I just... That young man... I can't say anything because I don't really know much about his family. I know his mom was there and made the trip over to UC with him. But I don't know their financial stance. I don't know anything like that. But you got to remember, sometimes this is your big shot. This is your shot to make a living and help out your parents. And to see someone get hurt like that is terrifying. And I, I got about two hours of sleep last night cause I was on Twitter and I was just hoping I was just refreshing so many times that hopefully there'd be a shred of news saying that he's going to be okay with this type of, with this type of injury. It, I mean, there, there's so many, media in cincinnati that followed along and I, I can't thank them enough but i will also say i thought the espn broadcasting crew did a heck of a job now i know there's a lot of people that don't like joe buck i'm not in that boat uh, he's not my favorite but he's good and he's been around a long time for a reason he's good I thought him and Troy Ankman. I thought the studio crew back at ESPN did a wonderful job, especially uh, Ryan Clark and Scott Van Pelt. They really, really, before the feed was swapped away on ABC, they really did a great job mentioning that we don't care about football. It's about that young man's life. It's about that young man's life. Who cares about this game? You know what i wholeheartedly agree i know there's some people that thought that you know they were being left hung out to dry but when you're wanting news or something what what else are you supposed to do so yeah definitely hats off from a broadcaster i thought that they handled it quite well and i liked all the love that they received from people on twitter I've liked a lot of people calling out the anti-vaxxers because what the hell does that have anything to do with getting hit in the heart and having cardiac arrest? Oh, it's because the vaccine. <laughs> if you people could stop pushing an agenda for once in your, you know, miserable lives, that'd be great. There's a lot of people that say what i really want to say in this podcast but because i try to keep it professional yeah i'm holding off on that you can you know think about that yourself or if you're on the anti-vaxxer side of things go argue a wall and do that until you're blue in the face i don't care i don't care and there's a lot of people that also bring up the side of things that t higgins is going to need a lot of support too because that's You know, the tackle from Higgins off the chest of Hamlin. That's how Hamlin had his arrest. I can't believe the amount of hate he got. One, it's not a dirty play. It was a football play. It was shoulder to chest. It's not helmet to helmet. It's not trying to injure him. It's trying to, you know, get more yardage. It's not dirty. If it was dirty, don't you think the rest would be there with the yellow flags? I think so. I, I, what the hell is a matter of you people? Like, t, t, you really think that T would do the same thing if he knew that was gonna happen? You really think that's on him? It's not. It's a freak accident. Stuff like that happens. And I hate saying that because DeMar Hamlin's in critical condition still at UC. I don't know. I don't know about anything else. But that's going to weigh on his mind forever. And T is so full class. He's definitely one of my favorite Bengals. After all is said and done, he put out a tweet praying for Praying for DeMar Hamlin. And afterwards, his mom would need to console him. And a couple of weeks ago, his mom was... <laughs> riffing on him about that miscatch and what was it the hands the chest area (laughs) i i i feel so bad for those two because again they're both trying to make a living higgins wasn't trying to be dirty and yeah i uh i'm still in shock and i'm Not even an important part of anything because I was a guy that was watching on Monday Night Football. I am really proud of the Bengals fans and the Bills fans and everyone that, you know, has rose up and shown that humanity is still alive in this cold world. So I do appreciate that. I will say from Twitter user Falcons underscore pad. Uh, Steve Padilas. Cancel culture is bad, but I'm telling you, Skip Bayless needs cancel, man. Calling Dak weak after dealing with depression and now with so much uncertainty surrounding Hamlin's health and safety, he tweets such insensitive content. He doesn't deserve a platform. I agree. And again, I saw people... There was one person I won't mention because he doesn't deserve any more views. He was so... Excited that he was, you know, white knighting Skip Bayless, or as most people call him Skip Salus, which, yeah, it's like I, I sure make Twitter angry. Who cares, dude? Go, you know, go email, you know, the president of Skip Bayless fan club. Oh wait, that's probably you, isn't it? Just. Colin Kaepernick. He also tweeted. No, this tweet is still up. After Demar Hamlin collapsed, anti-vaxxers did anti-vax things. Absolute evil from these people. The conspiratorial mindset on every single topic just never ceases. And this is off a screenshot of Brian Paul Smith, spelled with a Y, because you know, if this is true, I hope it wakes you up. Vaxed, vax injured. A player got injured, and they administrating excuse me administering yeah administering cpr took him to the er it does not appear they revived him but they aren't saying it was a 24 year old bills bill apostrophe s player as always i worry about the jab you insensitive toad again their own agenda while there's some guy that's in critical condition at uc you push that crap Of an agenda. (sighs) And I liked a lot of people calling out. Also. uh, A lot of props to Scott Van Pelt. And Ryan Clark. Because again I thought they did a heck of a job. You know Booger McFarlane. I, I know. A lot of people weren't fans of him. Especially when he was you know. Color commentating on Monday Night Football. He really brought it home. I thought. I thought what he said is probably the most important thing. It's about that young man. Who cares about a football game? And now there's the whole debacle of, you know, well, Joe Buck said officials gave each team five minutes to warm up and then the coaches walked across the field, Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, and then told him to go in the locker rooms. I, I can't believe this is a thing you know joe buck is doing his job if he doesn't have the information what is he supposed to do just sit there like oh, oh they're, they're doing something they also showed joe burrow throwing because that's what he was told to do so if i see any hate on joe burrow doing that then you're just as bad as the anti-vaxxers because what's he supposed to do Like I mentioned, his GoFundMe, uh, DeMar Hamlin's GoFundMe, over $4 million. The football community is coming together in an incredible way. And to see that Joe Burrow gave a hug to Josh Allen, my fiance said that the looks that most of those Bills players had is like someone passed away. And I don't know how true it is. I don't want to speculate on that, but yeah it wouldn't have been fair to continue that game. Bengals and Bills, which I also saw they, you know, circled around. They had that big circle around Hamlin when he was down and ministered CPR. They didn't want people to see him. So I, I dig that, too. Also, after everyone went to the locker room, Joe Burrow gathered the Bengals captains and they walked over to the group excuse me as a group to the locker room of the Bills to check on Buffalo's players. I said it once, I'll say it again. I'm glad we drafted Joe Burrow. I'm glad he has, you know, just made Bengals football what it is today. All class. You know, I'm I'm looking I'm looking right now on my laptop and right now the biggest news is the bills bengals game won't be made up this week that's great and all but i'd rather hear that hamlin's going to be okay that's what i want to hear bills bengals don't make up that game because next week is the regular season finale and then playoff start no i don't care i rather see be a tie because that game wasn't even 10 minutes in. And. I just. This is hard. For me to talk about so imagine. The Bills players. Buffalo side. The Bengals everything. I just. I will say there is something from. UPI news on MSN.com about 15 minutes ago now. Damar Hamlin's immediate care, youth, and fitness may pull him through cardiac arrest. May not will. So I don't want anyone to, you know, praise that. But a highly experienced heart surgeon says, We're hoping he doesn't have any lasting problems from this, Dr. John. Bosinovsky, cardiac surgeon at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center in Columbus, told UPI by phone Tuesday. He didn't treat Hamlin, but watched the game's live telecast, said the aftermath, depending on the extent of injury, could range from he walks out of the hospital, this being a fatal event. So uh, that's also something I want to address, too, on Twitter. There was a lot of fake doctors out there. Which I am glad some of them said, I'm not a doctor, but this what it looked like, which is... Oh, now I'm trying to think about the name is. It's a sudden hit in the chest and that stops your heart. And... I looked, uh, looked it up. Actually, give me one minute if you please. Because I know someone that actually talked about it. You're an injury. So, looking... Down on that. Commodio Cordis. And he found it from healthline.com, which sounds like a pretty respected website. It occurs when a person's hit in the chest and that impacts or triggers rather a dramatic change in the rhythm of their heart. The blow could come from an object, such as a baseball hockey puck. It may not seem especially serious in the moment. However, Komodo Cordis is often fatal. And again, the hit that Higgins had, it was in the chest with his shoulder. Again, not dirty. This is, this is very tough to talk about. And I think I'm going to wrap up this episode with me saying, I'm praying for you tomorrow. Seem like a genuine A genuine great guy and I hope you pull through man I'm I'm pulling for you I know the rest of the football world is too but as someone that is fairly I want to say obscure irrelevant I guess is the word I'll describe myself with you know I don't want to see anyone get hurt in sports. But sometimes it happens. And the way that people responded does warm my heart up a lot. So, pulling for you tomorrow. That will do it for this episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Hopefully soon we'll have an episode back to local sports. Hopefully on a regular schedule again. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, you can visit cindepod.com or my website, theleadwmountain.com. I do want to actually, one more thing. I do want to mention his his GoFundMe. And again, like I said, make sure you're going to the right one. Damar Hamlin is organizing this fundraiser. The Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive which as of 4 o'clock has raised $4,679,060 of the $2,500 goal with over 168,000 donations. And looking at the donations right now, uh, there's someone that donated $20,000. The folks that have donated to this This just shows you that humanity is still alive. Again, it's the Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. And it's Damar Hamlin organizing this fundraiser. Don't donate to anything else. Donate to his. Because I don't want you to donate to a scam and people are just going to pocket that money. Because we can be evil and it's fine. Again, this has been the Cincinnati Dayton Sports Podcast. We're pulling for you, Damar Hamlin. Bengals Nation, we love you. Take care.